Hello and welcome to this GBM Media Podcast. You're about to hear Serving Today, a programme for pastors and church leaders. If you're involved in any form of Bible teaching, be that one-to-one or in small or larger groups, Serving Today will be relevant for you. Welcome to Serving Today, the programme for those who lead in the Church of Christ. This is Andrew Cook and it's wonderful as always to be in your company. Ephesians, the return of the series and Malcolm Ryan on giving thanks in A Pastor Talks. In the series on Ephesians, here on Serving Today, we've now reached the sixth and final chapter of this New Testament letter. Having talked about how believers are to live differently with regards to marriage, Paul now turns his reader's attention to some other areas of life. Joining us again is Ray Tibbs to introduce what we're going to look at this time. Well, this time, Paul focuses upon children and their parents. And these subjects are found in chapter 6, verses 1 through to 4. First of all, we will look at children. And here are the first three verses of Ephesians chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honour your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with a promise, so that it may go well with you, and that you may enjoy long life on the earth. God speaks to children through his word, which has been entrusted to his people. What he says to them is important, and they should listen to what he says. He gave them two instructions and two reasons to keep those instructions. Yes, so can you take us through these instructions first then? The first instruction is simply obey. This exhortation was addressed to children who would have been listening to the reading of this epistle, and so the expectation was that they would be in the Lord. The conduct described was expected of Christian children, as other exhortations referred to behaviour expected of Christian adults. It was not only a matter of doing what they were told, but always being ready to be obedient. The second point is that children should honour. Whatever age children were, their parents were always to be respected. For the younger ones, that would include not being cheeky. But for older ones, caring for the needs of their parents would be involved. They had to realise that God had chosen their parents and given them the job of bringing those children up. And what reasons does Paul give to keep these instructions that children should obey and honour their parents? Well, first of all, because it is right. Whatever is pleasing to God must be right. The Ten Commandments show what he expects. This instruction was not something new that was introduced with Christianity. It is the standard God has always required from his children and must be obeyed because that is what God wants. Second, it is rewarding. Good parenting should bring long-term benefit to the children. This promise could be either an indirect consequence or a direct reward, or both. Life shows that there are exceptions to this general principle, 
and God's providence for individuals does not cancel out the validity of the promise. Then we come to verse 4 of Ephesians chapter 6 where the attention changes to parents. It says, Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Fathers were addressed as the ones through whom the instruction would be given. As the head of the household, they were to ensure it was to be done, although it was a shared responsibility with their wives. They were not to be preoccupied with other tasks so that they neglected this primary God-given duty. And there are two opposite aspects to the parent's role, aren't there? Yes. First of all, there's a negative. Parents should not provoke or irritate their children so that they become exasperated with the parents. They must make allowances for them and not be overcritical. Much self-control is needed first when trying to control children. Discipline may be necessary for them, but the parent must learn self-discipline in order to administer it fairly. Parents rightly look to their children to assess their needs, but they must look at themselves to find the best way they can meet those needs. Yes, I'm sure that those of us who are parents know that self-control is essential because bringing up children often tests us to the limit. Thankfully, of course, self-control is part of the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Well, that was the, the negative aspect. Ray, can you now give us the positive side to this? Yes. Positively, children are dependent upon their parents in every way and need nurturing. It is a very complex and delicate process which requires total dedication. It is done through a finely balanced use of word and deed. Training can be termed discipline, but that is not the same as punishment. It means the marking out of boundaries and the prompting of responses to meet given targets or to avoid harmful results. As they develop, children are to be raised up to the standard of living set by and exemplified in the Lord Jesus. God's word must be implanted as they discover the relevance of faith to their lives. There is no work more important, difficult or neglected than parenting. Parents must seek the grace of God and remember that they have a heavenly Father. We must look to God for inspiration and guidance and learn to treat our children as he treats us. Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4, Hebrews 12 verses 4 through to 11. And when we're preaching or teaching about subjects like parenting or marriage, as we thought about in previous programmes, we should also be sensitive about those who either have no children or who aren't married themselves. Yes, not having children or being single can in some cultures be considered second class. 
not up to the standard of others. But in fact, those conditions provide great opportunities to support parents in the bringing up of their children. It is so difficult, so often, to bring up children, especially when parents are working or perhaps when they're not working and have no means of support. Others can come alongside and give support, not necessarily financially, but certainly in prayer, perhaps with looking after children and other ways in which the parents can find the relief and help that others from outside the family can bring. Thanks again to Ray Tibbs. If you're interested in hearing more on the subject of children and parents, Serving Today has addressed this in a previous series on the family. To find out about that, you can get in touch with us at the contact details that follow the end of this programme. Now, is gratitude or thankfulness something that we find easy to do? Well, in the series of Pastor Talks, Malcolm Ryan takes us through what God's Word, the Bible, has to teach us on this subject of giving thanks. Think about how often someone does something for you. So how often do you say thank you? Then think about how many times God helps you through the day. How often do you say thank you to Him? Now, an old hymn that expresses the attitude of gratitude invites us to Come you that fear the Lord, and hear what he has done for me. Then the hymn writer adds, My cry for help is turned to praise, for he has set me free. You see, when the Lord Jesus suffered and died on the cross, it was for you and me. And in that amazingly selfless act, he paid the price of sin. Then if we'll only turn to him in repentance and faith, asking him to be our Lord and Saviour, what Christ did at Calvary will set us free from slavery to sin and give us the sure hope of eternal life. Now, can you honestly think of anything more wonderful than that? That God should love you and me so much that he'd actually send his son to rescue us. Absolutely amazing. And as we travel life's road with Jesus at our side, as we grow in grace day by day, it's good to stop every now and then and just give thanks. Having said that, being thankful isn't something Satan the devil likes us to dwell on, let alone practice. Think, for instance, of Job's story, as found in the Old Testament book that bears his name. Satan basically says to God, Look, Job only likes you because you give him lots of good things. But if you took all of that away from him, he wouldn't want anything to do with you. So what happens? God allows all the good things in Job's life to be taken away, and with them all the stability that he's known. Disease and disaster play havoc in his life. And when everything has gone, in his great sadness, Job cries out to God. But that's not the end of the story, because thankfulness is still the cornerstone of his faith. In the midst of those tragic days, the wonderful testimony of Job is found in the book of Job, chapter 27, verse 10, where he says, I will find delight in the Almighty. I will call upon God 
at all times. You see, God is a force for good. Every reason, then, to delight in Him. And because He's there for us 24-7, as His children, we have the privilege to be able to call on Him at all times. Which means we can say, Lord, help me. Then we can say, Lord, thank you for being with me. In fact, whatever we're going through, we can place our complete trust in the one who knows what's round the corner of our lives and has prepared the way ahead for us. And with the assurance of God's presence, wisdom, and strength in our lives, let's take Paul's advice in Philippians 4 verses 6 and 7, where he says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Malcolm Ryan. Well, that brings us to the end of this edition of Serving Today. Don't forget that if you would like to get in touch with us, the details follow at the end of this programme. So, this is Andrew Cook saying goodbye, and may a spirit of thankfulness to God accompany you as you serve Christ. That was Serving Today, a podcast from the Grace Baptist Mission radio team. To get in touch, you can email us. The address is servingtoday at gbm.org.uk or find us on Twitter at servingtodaygbm. You can also search our back catalogue from our webpage www.gbm.org.uk forward slash radio. Thanks for listening and goodbye.